Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's special Christmas Eve show. I love you. Thank you for being with us tonight. We're enjoying this episode over your holiday weekend, sharing with your friends and family. And let's let this beautiful music play us in, my friends. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's Saturday Night Spiritual Night, a special Christmas Eve show together, and I am so happy to be with you tonight, and many prayers and thoughts for all of those across the country. It started here in the Northwest, and we had our worst weather on Wednesday and Thursday, sort of, because we had icy rain today, but at least we're not in the negatives anymore, and I know across the country in this they're calling bomb cyclone once of a generation storm. People are having feet of snow and 70, 80 mile an hour winds and, you know, even 30, 40, 50 mile an hour winds with snow is just crazy. And I have friends and family that live in the Milwaukee area, that live in Michigan, that live in South Carolina, and everybody's experiencing it. So real prayers for those out there that you're able to stay warm that, you, that you're able to stay safe. We even went to do some last-minute shopping for some fruit salad tonight that we're making for tomorrow, and we went out to our car, and we have had freezing rain, drizzly, crazy all day today on top of our snow. <laughs> and, but it is warmer. I'm not complaining because it's no longer below zero. It's that we went to get in the car and realized that we were going to be able to take forever. It's just one giant ice car. <laughs> so warming up for us a little bit tomorrow we're going to do our running 
uh, tomorrow, which I always try to avoid. And then something always happens. I, I, I personally try to avoid shopping on certain holidays because I want people to have the time off. I appreciate that there are stores that are open even for some limited hours. And tomorrow I'm going to be one of those that needs to run out and grab some ingredients to, for a family gathering. And my friends, we have had such an amazing week this week when it comes to the holidays. We started on Monday with a happy Hanukkah show and I had a special guest, Robin, and I was able to more than just on the show, was able to participate with this, with her while she lit the candles and, and read and, and did some of the special things that they do. She had got, which I thought was nice. She stayed with us for a few days and she had purchased this beautiful Hanukkah uh, decoration made of felt that also said love and light. And she was like, I got that for you, Charles. I thought that was super nice. And we had a really great show on Monday for the Hanukkah. And then on Wednesday, we had our winter solstice, happy Yule celebration. Adam Bodie joined me. We were going to have a couple other special guests that because of timings, we're not able to for our next equinox in spring. We'll have uh, some special guests and kind of do what we did for our fall one and check in with celebrations going, going on in different locations. Uh, around us. That'll be very fun. But we had a really nice show together and uh, shared about the solstice and the old celebration and what that was all about. Personally, last night I was able to to participate with my friends uh, who do a concert every year. They hadn't done it because of COVID since 2019, but they do uh, what's called a Festivus concert and gathering. And Festivus is kind of a secular, for those that don't know, it was created actually by a writer, the dad of a writer on the show Seinfeld back in the 60s. But they, his son ended up writing it into one of the shows. It became one of the famous shows of Seinfeld where they had Festivus. And I think they did several Festivus episodes over the years. And in any case, it, it's been a nice, it was a nice time to come together. You air your grievances and do some shit, uh, challenges of strength and listen to some beautiful music a lot of the music they had us everybody singing along with them and they had some some holiday music as well as just some beautiful music and it was a nice time together and tonight we come into christmas eve and i'm so awesome i i'm so feel so blessed to be coming with you and sharing this special christmas eve show with all of you back when we first started the show all the way back in 2015 i believe that's right 2014 2014 is when we started. We did do a special Christmas Eve show and Christmas Day show then. The Christmas Eve show then centered on the real stories, the history of the real St. Nicholas and Santa Claus uh, and how that became Santa Claus. And then on Christmas Day, we did a celebration of the Christ consciousness together. So if you go back, all of our shows are there. And if you're interested or want to share it with kids, I also shared a story that I wrote when I was uh, a kid myself (laughs) about Christmas. So you can see that in the past episodes if you want to maybe share that tomorrow with friends or family. Uh, It was something I enjoyed and it really did a lot of research. I've always really loved the actual Saint Nicholas and understanding, you know, what he did in his life because he was very influenced by the love and the Christ consciousness. And he became a saint and a bishop uh, in his in the church uh, from Turkey and throughout his life he lived the Christ consciousness he 
was his parents died he and they were wealthy and he inherited a lot of money and he spent his lifetime sharing that money with people and children and and those in need and and doing things to help those in need establishing ways to help those who need it the most in his communities and and around the world that he touched so it's always a beautiful story i also shared in the pictures in tonight's episode a couple of i have several actually nativity types of nativity sets from teeny tiny one and a beautiful glass bulb uh and one of my favorite uh People know that I collect snow globes, and so over the years I've gotten many of them. Most of them I rotate and don't even put them all out. I have so many, but I this one, one of the most beautiful ones I have, is a nativity scene that's just amazingly uh, done. And I shared that, and I shared one of my other favorite ones in the pictures of tonight's episode as well. They did come in sideways. I don't know why that happens. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, sometimes it flips my pictures, but I wanted to share those with you because they're part of what I put around as my holiday and Christmas decorations. I do very much just describe myself as a Christian Buddhist druid. You've heard me say it before on the show. And uh, I do believe, and if you know, I've shared many times that to me and what I've experienced from what I first learned when I was a kid about Christmas and about Jesus and then what I've learned since then and both in a uh, knowledge studying way as well as in an experience way and meeting people along the years like Patricia Patricia Peria that we did a special show with a couple months ago, uh, The Songs of Arcturians is a book that she wrote. I encourage you, Songs of Arcturians. And she talks in that book how the Arcturians, who themselves are mentioned in the Bible and Job and a few other places, sons of Arcturians are mentioned. And the Arcturians, she describes in her book as a fifth dimensional light being that many times when interacting with humans, humans see as messengers or angels. It's all based on their perception. And she talks about in her books how the Arcturians have a different name but they have a name for what we call the Christ consciousness, the soul of that human who experienced and, and shared more than anything to love each other, to love yourself. One of the, I love one of the best com- and, and foremost commandments given, if you want to say, by Jesus was love yourselves and each other as God and I love you, is whatever you perceive as God. And whatever you perceive, and I know many people who aren't Christian that still obviously celebrate the holiday together. And we've talked, we talked on the Yule Show and the Hanukkah Show on how many, many years before all of us were around, this holiday was created by mixing Hanukkah and the pagan celebrations with the, with the, with the Christian message. And I did learn, and it was actually a, a profound moment for me when I learned that Jesus was not actually born on the 25th. It's like we, you know, it's like some of our world leaders or presidents or famous people throughout time sometimes will say, you know, we're going to observe their birthday on this day. So it was decided long before any of us were around that we would celebrate it at this time, even though we know in fact, in fact, the birth didn't happen in probably till around sometime in the spring. 
And what I've noticed and experienced over the years, my friends, and even when, even when I thought about that, and I thought, well, that's interesting, and, but does that have to change it? No, it doesn't. Because one of the things we've shared on the show over and over and over again, my friends, is that we all, we're all a part of God together. We're all a part of the universe together. Part of our third dimensional human is Avatar's universe and part of our multidimensional, what our soul and consciousness is outside of us universe. And when we put a focus and intent and we come together in a certain spirit and with certain intentions and we're doing it not just individually but as a group and we and we have created this time throughout my lifetime. I've experienced this time as a time of love and a time of connection with friends and family and a time of remembering those who aren't with you this holiday, those that you shared holidays in the past, and a time to celebrate the coming of that love consciousness into human form to share that message of love, to share that message that sin is just a concept that we've created to keep each other in line at different points. And that's Jesus came to eliminate that concept of sin. Throughout his lifetime, he went from place to place and purposely hung out with those that were the least desirable at the time. At the time, leprosy was really a problem. And if you got leprosy, it was thought to be a, a punishment from God. If you had a deformed child in some way or, or you were struggling with some health element ailment, it was thought to be a punishment from God. Maybe you've sinned and that's why this is happening to you. And there were also many people in society that were judged less than either by their ethnic background, their religious background, or just because they were poor. And things haven't changed too much, have they? Because there's many of us that are in love and light and that feel, whether you call it that Christ consciousness or you call it just bringing love into the world and being a loving and kind person, as much as during the time of Jesus, we're up against it. There are those people that will try to say that these people, those people, this thing makes you less than or not as, not as beautiful of a creation of God. Somehow not worthy of the love. And this has been a challenging time for those of us around the world. And as I speak to you now in my warm home with the electricity on, and no fears of bombs destroying my house or my neighborhood or my town, I can be who I am without fear of being captured and killed. And there are many people around the world who live as we speak tonight. There are nearly 50 people who have been protesting for their freedoms and protesting to be who they are and protesting to practice their religions or their selves in the way they want to that are awaiting execution in Iran. We know what's happening in Ukraine. With the daily life that many of the people in Ukraine have lost their sons, have lost their family members, are as we speak without electricity. 
We also, because of the storms, have nearly over a million people, and I think that's probably grown in just here in North America, that because of this this horrible storm, are struggling to stay warm. I'm hoping that those people have found a place to be warm, and I know many places are working on that. But my friends, we have to realize both how blessed we are If you're living and you're listening in a place right now around the world where you are able to celebrate this holiday with your friends and family and be warm and have plenty of food and be loved, oh, my gosh, have a prayer of gratitude about that. Because there are many in our world right now that don't have that. And that's why those of us that do, and like my, one of my true heroes of the holiday, St. Nicholas, the, the real man, who didn't just believe in the love of Jesus, didn't just believe and, and say that, okay, you know, I'm going to say, you know, I understand these words, love the neighbor, what you do to the least of these. More than once, Jesus said, what you have, you have to share with all of those around you. You have to... So if we're in a place of blessing, if we're in a place where we're still standing, my friends, where you have health, where you have friends and family that are around you that love you, then we also have a challenge. Not just to accept all that love and go, look at me, I'm so loved, I'm so beautiful. Isn't love wonderful? Love still feels good in my heart, and it does. That love energy, whether you want to see it as I do, as the soul, the Christ energy, that is, the, that is the love energy of the universe, a co-creative energy of the universe. Or you just want to see it as that energy, that feeling that we know you have. You know when you have love in your life, how truly blessed you are. Whether that's the love of your family, the love of your friends, the love of your family of choice for those that unfortunately grew up in families where there was abuse or there was, well, there was abuse and, and trauma and they had to, choose a family of choice. And I know many people who have had to, in their lives, make that choice to create a new family, a family of choice. I'm blessed that I have many families of choice, many people I would call my mind, body, and spirit family, friends that have become so close in my life. But I also have been blessed that I had parents that loved me and siblings that loved me. And and it's not that we didn't maybe have a moment here and there and Boy, oh boy, did I challenge my parents. I always tell them this time of year in their cards how much I love them and how much their love helped influence me being there to love everyone else in my life. But there are also people tonight that are missing that, that have gone through some struggle or gone through some uh, gone through some abuse or gone through some times of just being hurt or some trauma, and they're still struggling with it. Or they've had to make choices to free themselves from rough situations and they're in a place where they don't have those connections just yet of families and friends and community. We all know people that live on our blocks, that live in our community, that are friends of ours who've lost their family members. I have one friend and I'm thinking of her tonight. We were texting just before the show. And she's a beautiful friend of mine and I was with her and her mother who's been so so special in my life and when her sister 
passed away a couple years ago, and then last year her mother passed away. Before that, her father and her stepfather, who she was both close with, passed away, and she is my same age. And she has none of her immediate family. She is really the last one. So I always reach out and try to send some love to her and think about that. We all have friends and family that we know have maybe lost somebody or maybe they've moved somewhere. Maybe they're serving in the military somewhere. Maybe because of work, they're having to be away from home. Or maybe they're just that type of person that has struggled to have a lot of friendship or have a lot of connection. And my friends, part of that love energy, part of that challenge to us this time of year is to share that love, to think about the ways that we can experience that love for ourselves, but that we can be in that love in the way that St. Nicholas was. The way that he spent his entire life giving away everything that he had. And not because he was thinking, oh, look at me, I'm so wonderful, I'm so good, but because he had it and he knew and he believed in his heart that the best thing that he could do is share it, is help those in his community that were struggling the worst. And so it's worth, it's worth investigating St. Nicholas and why he became a saint. And, of course, there's all the ways that the commercialism and the, and the stories of Santa and the stories of giving, that's the, that's the truth of it. As St. Nicholas was happening and he was a true living man and a living man of God, there were people, strangely, all over the world that were also giving to other people who needed the most. Also creating something good or wonderful for the children or for the orphans or for the people that struggle. Recently, one of the best movies about Christmas, my friends, about this holiday season. And if you haven't seen it, see it, please. You'll, you'll, you'll be blessed for seeing it. The Man Who Invented Christmas. The Man Who Invented Christmas. And it's based on Charles Dickens writing A Christmas Carol. A fact that's real is about during that time, when Charles Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol, which is also a tale of moving from greed to helping those around you, moving from bitterness and hate and resentment to loving your world and your community, moving from gathering and getting everything that you have and finding all the ways that you can give instead. And at the time, Charles Dickens was writing A Christmas Carol. And this surprised me, didn't know this. Less than 20% of people in the known world, you know, in the Western civilized world, celebrated Christmas. Now, some still maybe went to church or had a mass, but of really celebrating Christmas or creating in the time that it's been throughout my lifetime where you give to organizations or help out the homeless or you give to the nonprofits and you're, you know, it becomes a giving, a time of giving and a time of helping and it truly was for, quote, unquote, the modern era when Charles Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol, which many people at the time did not understand. His publishers, his friends, his family were like, why? Why? No one. Who's going to read this? Who's going to care about it? <laughs> and you think about how much that story has also 
become imprinted on our holiday and what followed the publishing and then the, and then it going worldwide is that in the following years, more and more people celebrated, but more and more people celebrated by bringing friends and family together. And it turned into giving, there was no such thing as holiday giving or giving to other people it, it, to the anywhere near the degree that we do now. And him writing that simple secular tale with a very clear message and that changed the hearts and minds of people for another generation. So we had Jesus come and we had Jesus share his love and that what people deemed when people were deeming people with leprosy or people that were poor or people that had struggles in their lives as quote unquote sinning or somehow upsetting God and he was like, this is not true. Time after time, Jesus said, this is not true. Time after time, Jesus went and hung out with the people that were the most hated or the most, quote unquote, sinful by the definition of the people at, at that time or in that community. And he would go and he would be with them and he would tell, tell his disciples and tell people, they'd say, hey, we're going to go stay. We're going to go stay with this dude tonight. And they were like, oh, Jesus, that guy is the most hated guy in town. He's the tax collector. He's crooked. He's, people do not like him. He's a mean and hateful person. And Jesus said, you know what? Coming into town, I saw him and our eyes met and he saw the love in my heart and his heart has changed and he's going to be the, he's going to be the guy that's going to be our guy in this town. And they're like, oh, I don't know about any of this. Jesus went and had dinner with him and stayed with him. And sure enough, the next day, he like St. Nicholas was going around giving to those around him that and helping and giving people money back and saying, you know what, my, my heart has changed. My heart has changed. My heart has changed because I was exposed to this love. This person that when their eyes met mine, I saw love. Not judgment. I saw compassion and encouragement to be the best person I could be, the best of who I was. I didn't feel judgment. I didn't feel hatred. I didn't feel anger. I felt love, compassion. Encouragement. And it's been a hard time for people of love and light and people that are Christian in world and deed. Christian in word and deed and that they bring love into the world and that they bring acceptance and encouragement and compassion to those who need it the most. That they leave judgment at the door because we're told over and over, I've said so many times on the show, over 35 thousand times more than anything else in the entire bible it says do not judge yourself do not judge others you can't do it you don't have what's inside you to understand because and not because you're limited in some way not because there's something wrong with you simply simply Because you're not that person. 
You haven't experienced what they've experienced in your life. You don't know why they're going through the hurt or the pain or the struggle that they're going through. And even if you know them, even if you talk to them, even if you are compassionate and you think you understand and you're giving love and support, that's awesome. You still can't know it. Over the years, I've worked with many people, sadly, who have lost their children. I have not lost a child. I feel so blessed because I know so many who have. I'm not like my one friend who tonight, she's the only one in her, this is her second Christmas now that she's, or holiday season, that she's the only one in her immediate family. I don't know what, I can have compassion and love. I don't know what that must feel like because I haven't experienced, and by the grace of luck of life, I won't. Grace of God and luck of life, and it's both, my friends. When we go through struggle and loss in our lives, or we see people that are physically or mentally challenged or emotionally, their heart and their, their minds have been hurt through abuse or trauma, we can't imagine what they've gone through. A true Christian, a true practicer of love in this world will bring love and compassion and leave the judgment at the door. And it's hard. It's hard when you're about love and light and you're about helping people and you're about accepting everyone and seeing every beautiful human and soul in this world is beautiful and and wonderful and magical and has so much to give and be when they can be all of who they are with joy. And you believe that and you know that in your heart, you practice giving unto those who need the most. You practice loving yourself and loving those around you as much as you can fathom that God, that the universe, that this love energy of the, of the universe loves us. And our challenge is to be that loving to each other, right? And it's hard because we do see people out there and from all walks of life, from politicians to spiritual practitioners to religious figures that seem to be being hateful, that seem to be being divisive, that seem to be saying some some of us are better than the rest of you and the rest of you, you know, like... You're, you're kind of down here. And my goodness, as humans, this isn't new. We've done it throughout time. When we read throughout the history of the world in every continent, <laughs> there are people who live on that same continent, live on that same country, who at some point or another have war or fought each other because you live on this side of the lake and I live on that side of the lake. Christians during the early years and the years in England and Europe, where, where Christianity was, was more prevalent, you had a Catholic queen killing and burning at the stake all the Protestants, a Protestant queen killing and burning at the stake all the Catholics, and they were all Christian. And when we do look at where we are as a world today, we can look around and say, oh my gosh, some of that hasn't changed a whole lot. This battle between love and light, and hate, and fear, 
is an ongoing one. I think for years, I thought and I imagined and I was like, you know what? I think we can get to a place where as a whole world, we can love each other and we can support each other and we can be in celebration of each other and we can encourage each other and we can lift each other up. And there are times that my heart hurts because I wonder, can we totally get there as a world? And I've heard for so many of my friends over the past few years and some of the outrageous ways that we've seen lies and deceit turn friend against friend and neighbor against neighbor. Call on judgment. Call on us to be racist or or anti-gender or anti-this religion or that religion or anti-that person or this person because of their skin or because of their ethnic background. We've seen in the last couple of years how our Asian Americans and friends, not just here but all over the world, but it's sadly especially here, our Asian friends, our Jewish friends, our LGBT friends, women, <laughs> have all been attacked, killed, killed because of their race or their religion. And it hurts your heart. It hurts your heart if you're in love and light and you know that those people and those families deserve to live and deserve to bring whatever of their talents, their joys, their inspirations to life for their friends and their family and for all of us. And it can seem like we're losing the war. And sometimes your heart can hurt so much that you can think, you know what, I just don't know what I can do. I don't know if we can create a world where everybody loves each other and the wars stop and we work together, which we could easily do to feed everybody that needs food and house everybody that needs housed. But I'm here today on this Christmas Eve at the depth of my heart and soul to tell you, my friends, it's more than worth it to keep fighting. There is a reason to we all stand up injured and battered and torn from the hate and the deceit, from the times that we tried to stand up in inspiration and somehow we were shut down or we were judged. Or you live in a part of the world where even being who you are and expressing yourself spiritually the way you'd like to, or loving who you want to love, can bring you a death penalty. The way, the only way to possibly change that is if we dust ourselves off and we allow ourselves the time of connection, the time to be in love and light and inspiration. The time to renew our spirits and our minds and our bodies. And my friends, that's why I do these shows. (laughs) And just last night when I was out with the celebration with friends, I had more than a few friends come up to me and say that they listened to the show and they enjoyed the show. And I was really, that always, I don't know, it kind of surprises me sometimes to know, oh, well. You know, I get messages sometimes during a show from friends that are saying, thank you, I'm really enjoying this show. 
I get emails from people around the world, and I realize I don't do it. I don't do it to so I can say, oh, look at me. I'm doing some goodness. I do it in the same way that St. Nicholas did it. I do it because throughout my life, I have been blessed within my family and within my spiritual family to have people that taught me to love myself and to love those around me. And I realize what a blessing that is. And if I have that blessing, if I have that ability and that clarity and that inspiration to know that I am inspired by the love of Christ, I am inspired in this time of year to think that even if some of the story has been contrived to fit a narrative or some of it was historically changed so that everyone could get along, the Council of Constantine back in Rome, you know, got the Christians and the Jews and the pagans and everybody together. And he was like, we got it. I'm tired of everybody fighting each other. We've got to find a way to get along. You guys aren't coming out of this room till you make some compromise and you make something that you can celebrate together and that you can all participate in. And it's okay to know that some of the technicals might not be exact. But if we choose to come together in peace and in love and in celebration of each other, if we if we choose to celebrate with joy the friends and family that welcome us and that are welcoming and with love and light in our lives. And that love is so powerful that it heals a hurt heart. If you've been judged, if you've been hurt, if you're going through some super struggle tonight and you're listening and you're saying, Charles, I'm really hurting. Things have been really rough. There's been a lot of struggle. I understand. And the one thing that I can offer that can bring some love, that can bring some inspiration is doing these shows where we have time to relax, where we have time to let go. And even if you think that you're the loneliest person in the world and you're sitting listening in the dark tonight and you're going, Charles, I really don't have anyone else around that loves me right now. I'm so disconnected from my family and my friends or I've gone through so much struggle in my life. I'm just not sure. That's why we do the show. Because you're not alone. I'm here with you. There are people listening around the world that are here with you. When you join in our meditation tonight, you're not alone. We're joining you. And when you reach out and you connect in a meditative way and you connect to that love energy and you connect to that higher consciousness, that soul consciousness, and you begin for just a moment to allow yourself the awareness to allow yourself the experience of connecting with your core consciousness. Whether you want to call it your soul, your consciousness, your higher mind, the universal flow, when you connect with that, you begin to sense and feel and experience the true love that's around you. It can be very hard to be a human on planet Earth. Because we as humans are very hard on ourselves and we can be very hard on each other. And that's why loving yourself. The commandment wasn't just love everybody else. The commandment was to love yourself and all those around you. In the same way that whatever you think, whatever you imagine, whatever you credit with being your creator or your spiritual inspiration. 
love yourself as much as whatever God is. And it's beyond what we can imagine. And it's a part of all of us. We're as much of a part of it as it is a part of each other. That's the other reason to love each other. There was a there was a knowing in those words. There was a knowing in the words to love yourself and each other as much as you can imagine, as you can be aware, as you can experience that your creator, the universe, the God, loves you. And when things happen to you as a human that that create challenge in your life, if you're born a little bit differently physically or mentally than somebody else, You are loved as equally as everyone else. I'm a believer that our soul chooses our vehicle. That our souls, when a soul comes in, and I've heard it again and again from people I've worked with at the most challenging time of their lives, when they're terminal, when they know they have weeks or months to live. And Elizabeth and I shared it on some of our shows when working in the HIV AIDS community. And LOL Elizabeth working with the hospice community in her area and me working here with some hospice. And you know what you hear from people over and over again? People that are dying, they knew they chose this life. They know they chose this struggle. They knew when a certain struggle came along and it happened in their life, there was a reason for it or it was going to happen. One of my spiritual heroes in my lifetime, that I was alive during my lifetime, but passed away, I believe, in the early 80s, uh, wrote a lot of the Seth books, Seth Speaks was one of them. She knew 10 years. She shared with her people that were following her, and her, she was teaching love and light. She was teaching connecting to your soul and to the dimensions and astral projection and ways of just bringing that love and light and universal inspiration into your life. And she knew 10 years. Before she was even diagnosed, she said, I've seen a vision, and I know this is the way that I'm going to pass, and I know that there's experiences in that passing that are part of why my soul chose this body. I've heard that from many, many people, sometimes in extreme pains. I remember once being called in to work with a really good friend of mine's mother who was going through some pain, and on the way to the room, they told me, you know what, encourage her to take some meds. We keep trying to take some pain meds, and she doesn't want to do it. And I got in the room, and she was like, and I shut the door, and we were going to do a little meditation and a guided experience together. And she said, I know what they've told you, but Charles, I've experienced everything in my life. To the greatest awareness and depth that I could, I don't want to numb myself of this experience any more than I have any of the experiences in my life. And even for me sitting there next to her, I thought to myself, I'm not her. I can't imagine. But yet she became one of many people that I worked with that chose to not be on their medications near the end so that they could be present with friends and family, present in the experience. Making it clear that was their choice, <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be everyone's, but there's a lesson in that. We all know that at some moment, our time here in these avatars will end. It's, 
no matter what you believe or what you connect with or whether you're religious or non-religious or spiritual or non-spiritual, we all know from the moment we take our first breath, a time is coming, we'll take our last. We all know that these bodies, we may be blessed and you might be someone like me. I've been blessed. I've been blessed and I'm so thankful that up to this time, through the grace of God, through a second of being able to grab myself here and there, because, you know, there were times, there have been more, more than once in my life where something was happening, either in the car or with an experience. And I thought, you know, not too long ago, right here where I live, I went to step off the steps and went, missed the steps entirely. And luckily was able to catch myself. And so I can say that to this moment, I haven't had any surgeries. I haven't had any broken bones. I haven't had any major diseases. I've definitely had friends and family and numerous clients that I've worked with. And I've also known that that day's coming. (laughs) You know what I mean? That someday uh, something's going to happen. That someday this body is going to reach its end. But I also know as Jesus did, that every person that's here that experiences something just because we experience something that's a struggle or we experience something that is more of a challenge in our life physically or mentally does not mean that there's a God or a creator out there that thinks that we're less than or is that punishing us or punishing our family. Just the opposite. I have found in my life that the more unique you are, the more that there is something that makes you visibly more unique or or mentally you go through some things and you're challenged, those people are often some of the most inspired, beautiful, and amazing people in our world. For those of us in this generation, one of the prime examples of that is the brilliant scientist Stephen Hawking. Was a brilliant scientist, had a wonderful life, nothing happened, then all of a sudden because of the diseases that he had and the condition, he came in a place where he was in a wheelchair. He couldn't speak. Breathing was hard. And yet, for decades, he went on to become one of the most brilliant scientists of our time. And show us, (laughs) show us an example of being all of who you are and bringing your inspirations of life in spite of any struggles that you might have in spite of any challenges that may be part of your physical, mental, or life makeup. And I do fully believe our souls came and they chose. I know my soul chose to be Charles. And I've said it many times in my life that when I've worked with people that have some of the biggest physical, mental, or spiritual challenges, especially the physical and mental ones that they can have from childhood, They were some of the most unique, beautiful, inspired, and connected to love individuals that I've ever met in my life. I strive to be in much as love and light as any of them were or are. I see them as a challenge, as somebody who doesn't suffer in the ways that I believe, knowing they came into that body, to that experience, they knew some of these things were going to happen, and yet they chose it. And I have found that they, those are the master spirits, my friend. If you know somebody who is struggling with a very severe, deep mental or physical 
struggle in their lives, believe me, only a master spirit would choose that experience. And and choose that experience and be going through things that we could hardly imagine happening in our lives and still being full of love and inspiration. Whatever you believe tonight, my friends, join with me in the celebration of the love for all, for our world, that in my belief that Christ consciousness, that love energy brings to us all. We just have to accept it. We just have to welcome the love into our hearts and our minds. And doing something like a daily meditation or times for prayers or having moments that you set aside to let go of all of the stress and anxiety and judgments and fears out in the world, all the hate that is being spewed sometimes in the name of religion, sometimes in the name of Christ, sometimes in the name of of racism, or genderism, or religiousism. (laughs) We need those moments where we allow ourselves that connection to love. We allow ourselves that reset. We allow ourselves to let go of any of that energy that is hateful, that is fearful, that is divisive. That we let go of the struggles. And many times the struggles are self-perceived. Many times there's struggles in our lives that we may, that we realize we kind of created <laughs> with some of our choices or some of the experiences. And then we create healing and we create reconnection and we create rededication and we create connection to that love energy and we welcome it and we welcome it into our hearts and we truly love ourselves. We love ourselves and we then choose to bring more love into our life and more love to our friends and our family and our community and our world in all the ways that we can. And when we hear hatred and when we hear struggle and we hear fear or when people throw racism at you or any type of judgment on other people for any reason, that's just an opportunity to bring some love. That's an opportunity to bring some healing. And maybe you have to do it from a distance. Maybe they don't want to hear it. Maybe you just have to say, well, you know what? I'm in love and light, and I think each person is beautiful. I'm sorry that you don't. And often with me, with friends and family and the work I do, I help people to come down to the core. What's really happening here? Why do you have this hate? Why do you have this fear? Why do you have this judgment? What has happened to you? What what has been conditioned into your experience that has led you to this place where your heart is hurting or full of hate or full of fear or full of judgment. I don't want to change who you are or what you think you've experienced. What I want to do is give you a chance to feel some love, to feel some compassion. And often, not often, in every single case where I've worked with someone individually that had a lot of hate or fear, and I've worked with individuals that were coming sometimes out of groups where there was all about hate and fear and judgment and they needed help to get over that hump. And in every case, I found that at the core, there was some hate and some judgment about themselves, about something in their own lives. And so it became easier being full of hate and fear to be hateful and fearful for those around you because it was what, sadly, because of trauma, because of abuse, because of programming, 
It was what they were led to believe or what they felt they had to believe. And when we are in love and light and we're in acceptance and we're letting our love light shine for everybody to see, believe me, my friends, that it's happened to me many times when someone that I thought truly in my own mind discerned, didn't judge, but discerned that, you know what, they're in such a place, I don't know if they're going to, almost every single time people came to me at a different place and they'd always say the same thing. You know what, I see your love. I see the way you are, I, and now I'm ready. I've got some healing that needs to happen in my heart. I've got, I've got some change that I need to make for myself. I don't love myself, and I want to. I don't love the people around me or the experiences in my life, and I want to. Join me tonight, my friends, in connecting to that love energy and doing it together. And if you're there and you're surrounded by family and friends, then do it together with your family and friends there. But join with me in connecting and going into this energy and and bringing that energy and that connection to all of us listening now and all that will join us in listening. And let's join together and let's send some love to those who need the most in our world. Let's bring it first into ourselves. And before we get into our meditation tonight, I want to give gratitude and love for the inspiration that is Elizabeth Atreus and this beautiful music that we hear on the show. And you can go listen to her beautiful music. You can spend your holiday weekend in beautiful meditations and peace and relaxation listening to her music. You can go to heartsoundsbyelizabeth.com. It's right there in our show's description. She's also on Spotify and other streaming services, so you can put in her name and see what they have, and you can listen to her beautiful music. If you go to Heart Sounds by Elizabeth, you can also purchase some music or just make a little donation. Say thank you, Lord. In this time of year, I'm so grateful for all of you out there that listen to the show and those that support the show. By supporting the show and supporting our mission, we're going to have a lot of news coming this next week, my friends. Beautiful things are beginning to happen in the world of this mission of bringing love and light and compassion and healing and joy to every human in the world. And if you want to be a part of that, if you can, if you have some prosperity in your life and you'd like to be a part of our show and a part of keeping us on the air and doing the beautiful works that we do, you can send an email to relaxletgob at gmail.com and say, Charles, I'd like to make a one-time donation or I'd like to become a monthly supporter of your show and your mission. Either way, either way, you just send an email to relaxletgob at gmail.com. We send you an email with an invoice. You pay at your convenience. If you become a monthly supporter, then each month you get an email. You pay it when it's convenient for you. Nothing automatically comes out. And my friends, we need you. This has been a rough year for us at different points. We've gone through a lot together, and we're going to talk about some of that going into next week as well. And I appreciate that you've stayed with us. I appreciate that through some of the tough things that we went through this year, whether it was sickness or weather or collapsed sewer lines (laughs) that affected our home and our studio to some times of personal loss of some of my beautiful best friends this year. And you've been with us, and we have done everything we can to be with you. And my friends, I am so thankful And when you come and you make a donation or you decide to do a private session package with me, 
know that that money is primarily <laughs> going to keep this show going and to keep this message going out there. Even when people pay me for private sessions, those in my life know it. Sometimes everything they pay me and sometimes more than half of what they pay me goes to this mission, goes to the cost associated with what we're, the show and everything else that we're doing. At times I've made personal sacrifices to keep this show on the air and to keep this mission moving forward, knowing that when you do the right thing and when you come in love and light and you bring goodness and joy into people's hearts and people's lives, that truly what comes around does around. I've worked with people at times and I always do. I have people that very graciously and wonderfully are able to purchase session packages and they know by when they're purchasing those packages and I've done the same thing with workshops and retreats that people come and they purchase that workshop or that retreat I always make some time I always make part of the workshop part of the retreats part of my private sessions for those that can't afford for those that need it the most but have nothing to give in return and every time I've done that goodness happens We can all find a way in our lives to give some of our inspiration, to give some of our prosperity, to give some of our love to those around that need it. It doesn't always take dollars to make something beautiful happen in your life. You have yourself. You can join a nonprofit. You can create one. I've heard recently of several of that my friends and family that are working together and creating some of new nonprofits or some new ways to reach out to discriminated against or, or judged or those who need it the most in their communities and their lives. And so tonight, my friends, join me in a special Christmas Eve prayer meditation to bring light, peace, and love of the Christ consciousness into all of your mind, body, and spirit, and then into the whole world, into all those around us who need it the most. Allow yourself to relax, get comfortable. I'm really loving the wing song tonight and his beautiful heart to get us in a comfortable place. Most beautiful God, source of the universe, we invite you to be present with us today. We invite you to be present with us wherever we are around this world. Those that are with friends and family and enjoying this meditation and prayer together, those that might be listening and they're lonely or they're hurting or they're just in a space where because of work, because of serving, in the military from they're away from their friends and their family those that may be in a place where there's just been so much hurt and so much struggle and there's some disconnection from family and friends and they're listening tonight and they're alone and they somehow tuned in tonight I've heard that so often in messages where people will tune in and they don't even know how or what stumbled into them and if you're out there listening tonight and you're here and something drew you to tonight my friend, you're not alone. And it's not just me that's with you. We have listeners around the world who aren't just listeners. Their minds, bodies, and spirits as wonderful and powerful and joyful and amazing and beautiful as you are, my friend. And maybe you've gone through some hurt and some struggle. And so tonight, great source, great 
creator of the universe, energy that love that flows in each one of us, please bring to those who need it the most this love, this understanding and connection to the very deepest part of the consciousness, the very core of their soul, so that they can sense and feel and experience this love, the love of the God, the love of the source, the love of the creator that flows through, the love energy that's always present. It's always flowing through our mind and body. We just have to allow ourselves the awareness, the experience to connect to that love, to connect to that beautiful energy, to allow with awareness and intent in this moment We allow ourselves to welcome all that comes in the name of love and light, all that flows from the creator, from the source, all that flows from the source of the planet, the source of Mother Earth, all the beautiful energies of love and life that surround us in our life. Often we don't see it or feel it or experience it because we're so much in our minds or our struggle or our stress. In this moment, we want to let go of any stress of any anxiety, any frustrations or fears. Allow for yourself for a few moments to just be in a place of quiet peace. Allow yourself to begin to sense and feel this beautiful energy flowing through your mind and body. It's always there. It's always connected. As long as this body is alive and taking breath, this energy, this consciousness, this flow is always flowing. We just sometimes get lost in our own minds and our own judgments and our own fears and struggles. Tonight, my friends, I allow yourself to experience letting go of the stress, letting go of the anxieties and the struggle. And for a few moments, allow yourself to feel, to sense, to experience this beautiful love, this beautiful energy flowing into your mind and body, flowing into your spirit flowing into your consciousness, flowing into your heart, flowing into each of those beautiful energy chakras in your body. And as this energy flows deeper into your muscles and cells, deeper into every system in your body, and it flows from the top of your head all the way down to your feet, you can allow yourself to feel any stress or anxiety just being easily pushed away. You can feel any stress or anxiety or frustration that you may have in your mind or struggles that may be consuming your thoughts and allow yourself in this moment to let go. To let go of any fears or any judgment. To just allow this beautiful, peaceful energy that's flowing into your mind and flowing into your consciousness flowing into your awareness, allow you to feel it as it flows through every muscle, through every cell, and brings a peaceful, easy relaxation. Nothing to think about, nothing to do, just allowing yourself a few moments of peace, a few moments of relaxation. Allowing this beautiful, soothing, healing energy to flow into your body. To work with your mind and body and consciousness. To bring your body healing and relaxation. To bring your body peace. 
to allow all of your body and mind to work together to allow you to experience life in the best ways that you can. That can allow any pain or discomfort, any stress or strain to just easily melt away. To allow a few moments when you just feel peace, relaxation, and love. Where you can just allow yourself in this moment to go deeper and deeper into this energy, into this love, and allow yourself to feel that love just holding all around your heart, your emotional heart. Maybe you felt hurt and judgment. Maybe you've had struggle in your life because you realize that you haven't truly been loving yourself. You haven't truly been allowing yourself to feel that love and to feel that energy and to, and to be healed from your wounds. You haven't allowed yourself to sense and feel and be in this place of love and peace. You haven't allowed yourself to let go of the struggle or the judgments or the traumas that have happened in your life. You've allowed some of what you see or experience or felt in the world to cause you to harden your heart. Cause you to think that maybe your love or your inspiration or your beautifulness was not welcomed in this world. Was not celebrated or supported. Now allow yourself in this moment to feel this beautiful loving energy going deep into your heart deep into your soul, deep into your consciousness, deep into your body. And for a few moments, just allow yourself to be in peace. To begin to feel just how much your soul, your consciousness loves you. Loves you for the time of struggle that you've made through. Loves you for the times in your life when you have been the brightest, beautiful, most joyous part of yourself. And with you welcomes healing into your heart, healing into your mind. Allow you with your soul and your creator and what's what all God is to feel the love that your soul and that your creator and that the universal energy feels for you that love and that healing flowing through your mind and body is flowing so purely and without judgment. The soul, the consciousness, the spiritual part of you that chose your life, that chose your body. That chose to experience through your eyes, with your hands, with your heart. And allow a few minutes, just that flow of love, that flow of healing and most awesome and amazing creator, consciousness of the universe, we need your love. We need your love more than we ever have. We need your love we need to feel that love melting away our own judgments and fear. 
We need to feel that love igniting the very deepest parts of our souls and our hearts to return to a place of joy and love and celebrations in our lives. We invite you in this moment to bring your love and for our hearts and our souls to connect with that love consciousness of the universe. To allow that beautiful love energy to flow into our hearts and minds and allow us to be peaceful and inspired. And in this moment, in this day, when millions and billions around the world are coming together in the name of love, are coming together in the name of peace, are coming in the name of gratitude, are coming in the name of compassion, we want to allow ourselves to be part of that connection, part of that energy of love and peace and compassion for ourselves and for each other. And take a few moments and just allow yourself to be in the flow of that love and the flow of that beautiful energy, that beautiful peace, bringing healing into your heart and into your world, reigniting that love, relighting that candle of light and love and compassion. deep in your Creator, love, enter the universe, we come to you tonight. We come to you and invite you to share your love with us. To share your love in this part of, in every part of the world that needs it the most. We know when people are struggling. We know when people are hurting. We know when people are going through judgment or abuse that your love becomes even stronger. We invite you to enter into our minds and our hearts and inspire us with love. Inspire us with compassion. Inspire us with wisdom in the ways that we can love ourselves and love all of those around us. All of the beautiful creations that we experience in our life and our world. That we can challenge ourselves to the beautiful challenge and the wondrous experience of being in love for ourselves and being in love with all of those and all of what is around us. The beautiful experiences and inspiration and joy that it will bring into our hearts and our lives and our community and our world. The most compassionate, beautiful creator Love and energy of the universe, we welcome you to please come into our world and touch those hearts that are hardened the most. If there's any way to bring some inspiration, some love, some compassion, some wisdom to those in the world at this moment who are in places of deceit or in places of hurting or destroying other people, 
please bring to them some love or some inspiration. Use our energy. Use our combined mind, body, and spirits that are joining tonight with your beautiful love, with the beautiful creation energy of the universe to bring love and inspiration and peace and to touch those hearts in this moment that need it the most. We say this prayer in great gratitude for everything that we've experienced in our life. In gratitude for the moments of struggle where we learned. In gratitude for the experience of being able to be all of who we are. We're blessed to be in a place where we're healthy and we have food and we have people who celebrate and encourage us. Most beautiful God, most beautiful energy of the universe, we invite you, please, to inspire us into how to bring that love and that encouragement and that wisdom to those who need it the most. The ways that we might bring even more love and compassion into our own lives, into our own friendships and families. Remind our minds every time we need it to let go of judgment. To know that if we act in sincerity and love and compassion and we welcome all of your beautiful creations. We celebrate with you all of the beautiful creations that you've created in this universe that we're part of and the universe that we can't even imagine. And we with so much gratitude are thankful for the ability and the minds to be able to connect in this wonderful way and to feel this love and this inspiration and this peace. And to be able to be here in this world at this time when this world needs your love and our love more than ever. That we can begin to feel the wisdom and inspiration of knowing that our soul, our consciousness, with you, our creator, that universal energy brought us here in this moment to experience bringing love and encouragement and compassion at a time when the world needs it the most. We ask all these things in the name of love, in the name of the creative beautifulness of the universe, in whatever we sense or feel in our own lives and world is that God, that beautiful, amazing love energy. And tonight together, we celebrate that at least for a moment that love energy shared with all of us a new way of being free of judgment compassionate loving and beautiful being blessed to bring that love to all of those around us to experience the life of being the brightest, beautiful bubble of light that we can be. Amen. Amen, my friends. I love you. I love all of the beautiful, amazing beings that are in this world together with us. I love those that celebrate love and light with me. I love those who might be going through struggle or hurt and may be acting out in hate and fear. 
I wish so much for love and inspiration in their life. When the music plays out, my friends, we'll be with you all of next week. Have a beautiful holiday weekend. Celebrate love and joy with all of your friends and family. Bring compassion, wisdom, and inspiration into all those that you can touch, my friends. I love you. Good night.